Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF Podcast. It's Friday, March 31st. This week was a historic moment for fashion, for India, and for fashion in India, as Christian Dior showed its pre-fall 2023 collection at the historic Gateway of India Monument in Bombay. Back in 2007, Fendi did a show at the Great Wall of China, which set off more than a decade of growth and excitement for the Chinese fashion market. This feels like a similarly important moment for India, which will be the fastest growing major economy in the world over the next few years. But the fashion industry has a long history in India, often hidden away in the background. For decades, major luxury brands have been making some of their most sophisticated, intricate and special pieces here, only then to take them back to Europe for final assembly and to label them made in France or made in Italy. But Maria Grazia Curie, the artistic director of women's at Christian Dior, has taken an altogether different approach, making the work she does here in India part of the Dior story and putting a spotlight on the incredible Indian artisans whose creativity and talent makes these creations possible. This week on the BOF podcast, I'm sharing a conversation I had with Maria Grazia at the Instituto Marangoni in Bombay in front of more than 200 students and industry professionals from across India. Here's Maria Grazia Curie on the BOF podcast. 
Maria Grazia Curie, how are you feeling today? Oh, we are really happy because uh, we worked very hard uh, uh, with all the team, uh, but also because it's a dream uh, that uh, we have from a long time. This show is for me is very personal, like you say. It's not a simple uh, fashion show. It speaks about uh, this important collaboration that I have from a long time uh, with uh, Carisma Neal, with this incredible uh, family and also company and those that they are really my friend and, uh, and also because we grew up together. Yeah. That's the reality. Our creativity and our discussion about creativity was so important in my career. I started to work with them in 1992. So you were at Fendi at the time yes. when you first met her. Do you, like, tell me about the impressions you had your first trip to India. I know you come here all the time because you love it here, but what were your first impressions? But the first uh, impression was about the country was magnificent because uh, I fell immediately in love. And also because immediately I went here the first time and I met uh, with uh, Neal and I went also to visit uh, immediately the atelier. I was uh, shocked uh, to see all men. I remember so strong this image that when I arrived, I was so surprised because in Italy, part of my family come from South Italy, and we have this tradition, but all women. Yeah. So when I arrived, I say, Neal, but are all men. <laughs> and this started explaining me that this tradition in India is passed from father to the son. And I started to speak about the tradition in Italy. So it was not only about conversation, only about fashion, but really about all our tradition that was similar but different. We really grew up together in some way. Yeah. You know, I often say to my Italian friends that there's a lot in common yes. between the Indian culture and the Italian yes, culture. Like there's, there's this really interesting compatibility. <laughs> yes, it's true because Italy is composed from different regions. In each region is a very strong identity. Yeah. And the same thing in India, but with big dimension, is yeah. a continent. Each state inside the continent has a very strong identity and difference. But they're all connected and they live all together in one country. This is, I think, is beauty. Also, in Italy, it's the same. There is a big difference between Puglia, Lazio, and Lombardia, but here from Butara and Ketch, uh, or South India, is completely different. Yeah, and it's interesting that you mentioned those regions because in India and in Italy, like different regions are known for different traditions, different crafts, and as you said, these traditions have been passed down from generation to generation to generation for hundreds and hundreds of years. So talk to me about craft and craft in India, because I think when we talk about design in the West, we often focus on silhouettes, or we focus on color, or we focus on shape, but we don't often Volume. talk about the craft. And craft in India is the design process, the creative process, it starts with the textiles, it starts with those traditions. Yes, it's true, but I think because of the narrative in fashion, was very close with uh, the narrative uh, in art. Uh, so yeah. the idea that the sculpture is more important uh, than painting. Uh, and in some way, fashion to also to be close with art uh, 
in some way started a narrative that is very similar also in art. So the cut, the volume, the sketch, but uh, we never speak about the other part of the process, the creative process, uh, that could be textiles, but also embroidery too. So the idea was that embroidery is only embellishment, it's a decorative element. And decorative in the world, especially in Italian, means something uh, that is not relevant. Right, it's uh, something you just put on top. On top, yeah. that is not part of the construction of the look of the object, of the process. I think this is the big mistake. We have to consider that all the different aspects you can use and you can work in creative way is not necessary only to make a sculpture, but you can do also a picture you know, to express your creativity. In fashion is the same, but with different elements. So when it comes to craft, you have the opportunity working in a historic house like Dior to work with the best craftspeople, artisans in the world. In your view, what makes Indian craft unique and special? What, you could choose anybody. Why do you choose to do work here? To explain this argument is just a little bit complex because when we speak about fashion, we speak about the system that everybody thinks is like the same everywhere. But fashion system in Italy is very different from fashion system in French. Probably when I arrived in Dior, I understood more about my background, probably because I found not in my safe territory. And I started to study also the point of view of French culture in fashion. For me, it was more familiar Indian background than French background. Right. I think India has a huge history, 6,000 history, in textile style and embroidery. This is part of the culture. But in the Indian country, but also in Italian country, we think about this argument like artisan, no? inside the cultural element of the country. In French, it's completely different. Fashion is part of the cultural element. That made a completely different point of view. Yeah, because you're starting with a different... Immediately, I, I was really fascinated. Like, uh, they promote this heritage, uh, the métier d'art. Right. The métier d'art is an important initiative of the group uh, to celebrate. They have a museum. There's art decorative museum. Exactly, yeah. In Italy, we don't have it. But we don't have also the museum fashion. So, right. mm, <laughs> so it's completely different, uh, the approach that the country has uh, with, with fashion, but not only fashion, fashion show, with all uh, the system, and what's happening in Italy and uh, also in India too. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you mentioned earlier, you know, Karishma and Nehal from Chanakya, who you've had this relationship with now for more than two decades. I was walking through the exhibition yesterday, looking at, you know, some of the, like, really historic garments and then also some of the very modern creations that you and Dior and Chanakya kind of co-create. And you managed to create something that looks extremely modern, but is using these ancient techniques. Can you talk to us about how the creative process actually works? That you know, you're working with these artisans here who have these ancient traditions, but you're trying to bring something 
But modern. I, I think it's important to know very well the history of fashion, the history of the brand, like Dior. I know very well the archive, but at the same time, you have to move in the future. You have to bring some element to mix with your personal point of view. In other case, uh, you create a piece of archive, you've made a piece of the museum, it has no sense. I think you have to study about the construction, about uh, also many different elements of the archive, but at the same time, you have to change it with your personal view. And that's uh, what's happened also with embroidery. We mix also the different techniques, yeah. because in this way, we can create something new. In the collection, we use some techniques that are very specific of Gujarat that we mix with some technique that come from catch. And we create a new kind of modern embroidery that was not done before. So I think it's very important. And also left, especially in embroidery, you can very uh, use the creativity in a way that is incredible because it's really, it's like knitwear. Is something that is very flexible right. and is made by hand. So you don't need a program, you don't need also a big investment. It's not only necessary big passion, big creativity, and you can do it. It feels very experimental, like you come and you try things and you see what's going to happen. Yes, that is beautiful and also because I don't know that I will see also in the exhibition like the embroidery can define also the volume, can define yeah. also the silhouette. Yeah. So it's not something that you put on top, but it's something that you can create and to build because uh, you really can uh, realize the shape also with embroidery. So practically speaking, how does it work? So when you do these experiments, you say, well, you know, we're going to try this with this or we're going to do this embroidery with this completely different material. Do they send you swatches and then you decide? How does it work? We are all the time in contact. Karishma and Al come to Paris, we come to India. Yeah. The team also, because we, I have a big team. Because we are not to forget, I have a 100 person for team. I have accessory team, haute couture, prêt-à-porter. Also this, they are very flexible to experimental in a different category that has a different also limit. We work with some idea and uh, we start a conversation. We made the research together in the archive, but also in the book and some image. We made some drawing together. It's really co-working to create all the collection. After arrived the final piece, I'm very happy and I'm very lucky because uh, there is uh, one specific uh, team that worked with me from 92. So oh, really? they know very well me. So they know what I like. They really understand immediately. It's very important the human relation that you have, but yeah. also in the atelier in Paris with the premiere. It's the same thing for embroidery to have this kind of relationship that they understand you and you understand them. It's very, very important. So it starts with the human connection, basically. Absolutely. It's a dialogue. Yeah. They put their creativity. They give their point of view. But also in the atelier, when you arrive with a, a sketch, in any case, the, the premier put his creativity in the toile. Yeah. Well, I think this is what's not fully understood, because sometimes we refer to artisans 
and we just think that they're executing on a plan, they're actually themselves creative. For me, they are the top level. For me, they are at the level of haute couture level yeah. for brand. We have also in Italy and the other country different level of brand, of uh, atelier. But uh, it's not only their execution. They co-create with yeah. you. Yeah. I think this is about uh, the storytelling that the designer is alone inside the room with a candle. You can do a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Or in front of the computer. For me, this show is very important also for the new generation because in the last... Uh, 20 years, with so, so many images, so many videos, there is an idea that fashion comes from the computer, that grew up from, no, uh, it's not uh, real. It's very material work. Yeah. You have to work with the piece. We work in the office yeah. with the paper, with the sample of textile, with the stockman. Yeah, so you're working with your hands, basically, right? But, but when we speak about atelier, also the creative office is an atelier. Not only the atelier where they realize the toile. Where there are creative people is an atelier. But it's a really material things. Yeah. I'm surprised when uh, I see the studio that there are only computers. Yeah, you can't do no, a collection no. like the one we saw last night by computer, right? It <laughs> no. takes... So, <laughs> So last night's collection, I'm curious to understand, like, what elements of that collection for you were Dior, what elements of that collection for you were Indian, and what elements of that collection were Maria Grazia? Probably um, is um, a mix between all. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there is something that is uh, specific. It's my personal vision about the project. Uh, there are some uh, reflections that I do, especially in the silhouette, about the Sari silhouette, because it's so linked with the idea of the toga and the idea of a peplo that we have also in Greece and Roman culture. I think Sari and uh, peplo are the first dress of humanity without gender, uh, was, and also that you can personalize. Uh, it's dependent like you drape, yeah. Uh, yeah. the material. I think this is, uh, fascinates me a lot, also because it's an element very close with the Mediterranean area, and also because I think it was an important reference also for Miss Dior, if you see the drape that he made on top of the corset in the construction of the evening dress. All this reference is evident that come from uh, image of a statue where there was this kind of drape and they re-elaborate with this point of view, but also in the other designer, in the history of fashion. So this is fascinating me. I did my personal view about this reference in a way more contemporary, more wearable, because I really believe in it. There are some references that come from the idea of the corset that is an important element on Dior, but in this case is an accessories because it's very simple, you can put naked on top of the skirt, but at the same time is linked also with the top that all the women use under the sari that is open on the back. There is an element that I really love and was the last look on the show that is this little top that was covered of this magnificent flower that made the school 
of Chanakya and they have done all in organza, uh, magnificent. And is a reference of Miss Dior Dress because I like all the collection to put a dress that is uh, Miss Dior Dress because Mr. Dior was so close with uh, Catherine Dior and I really love... His sister. Uh, his sister. Yeah. And I really love this uh, reference. The palette color was chosen from uh, Karishma. I, I call it there, I say... Please give me the palette color. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was that runny pink <laughs> runny color. Pinks. There was that beautiful purple shade. There were the Madras checks, you know, the but, beautiful but color. But the, the thing that I really like uh, in this part of uh, my career in Dior is really to realize uh, a big team work with all the people that work with me. Mm. So the collection is uh, really done in a really community way. Also, my team uh, is very strong, the participation of my team at this incredible Yeah, I mean, adventure. that idea of this designer sitting in an ivory tower, directing everything from afar and the genius, me, that is over, right? For me, personally, it's over. I think that there are people that are fascinated about this image of themselves, and lucky them. Yeah. I think it's very... <laughs> I think it's super boring, yeah. personally, fun. and also for me it's old style, remember me, 80, I am old in fashion, I started in fashion when I was 20, so probably I saw a lot of this kind of, uh, because I worked with Karl Lagerfeld, Mr. Valente, so I know very well all uh, the fashion system. For me it's boring, yeah. it's not my style, it's not what I like. Um, well, I mean, it probably goes without saying, there's very few women in the fashion industry who hold a position like yours. And, and you know, going back to the original point that you made about walking into that atelier or that uh, workshop here and seeing all men, I wanted to talk as well about the work you've been doing with Chanakya to train women in India to do something that only men have ever done here. Yes, because at one point when I come back for holiday, not for Christmas time in uh, 2016, in uh, Mumbai, I met uh, Carisma Neal, and there was the same problem that we have in Europe. Uh, a new generation in the atelier, a new generation of designer. In the company, you feel uh, that there is a necessity to create a new generation. Also to preserve the craft. Yes, but uh, because you have premieres that are 16 years old, 65 years old, uh, but also in accessory, in haute couture, in pret-à-porter. So, it's very important uh, to create a new generation. And it's not easy, honestly, because um, also for designer, uh, it's the same, because they have an idea, probably because passed this idea by the social media, about this work that sometimes is just a little bit uh, superficial. So they arrive with books that are only image, picture, but we can do a collection with picture and they want to make only the premiere and to realize the toile, but we need the different professional aspect inside this industry. Also before that Dior, in Italy, I started with this idea to create a school inside the company where the people that have more expertise try to explain and to grab people that love uh, this work and they want to continue. And Charisma said to me, oh, I would like to create a school because in India too is the same situation. We found very difficult to find a second generation. 
And I say, oh, why you, we don't do for women and not for men? Yeah. And she said, oh, that's a great idea because uh, also in Italy, women use craft and their creativity was so like domestic work, not like uh, creative work and also with opportunity to empower or to find a, a job. was uh, more closer with this uh, idea of the domestic. And also in India too. Yeah. So we started in 2017 with a small classroom, and step by step, uh, the school became bigger reality. And it was very important also the COVID time. Yeah. Because um, I have to thank you a lot, Dior, that supported me in this crazy project to work with the artists. That was another important step for the school mm. because um, immediately for them was uh, another way to say like they can use their skill. Yeah. It gives a sense of purpose. You know, I think the role of women, not just in India, but all around the world, as I said earlier, to have someone like you at the head of a house like Dior is still unfortunately very rare. So for you to take the opportunity to empower those women to have their own independence and way of making a living and having a sense of purpose and sense of skill. A sense also of creativity. Of creativity, yeah. I think this action helps the creativity of them. Creativity is not only to be famous, painter and to have an exhibition. Creativity is something that helps you to express yourself. express yourself. I think this is very important. Yeah. It's something that helps to open your mind and to see yourself in a different way and in the relations also with the other. And also this idea of a collective creativity is very important too. Yeah. Uh, what we can do together. together. I think is very strong, uh, this aspect. Well, we have a lot of young creative people here who look up to you as a role model, who look up to you as someone doing a job that maybe they want to do someday. I mean, before I open it up to questions from the students, what advice do you have to offer, Maria Grazia, for a young person who's sitting here imagining a career in the fashion industry in the textile industry, in the creative industry. What does it take to be successful now in this world that we live in? It's a very difficult question, eh? because um, when I started, this industry was so small, so familiar, that it's completely different from today is another dimension. I think it's very important to start from yourself, to know very well what you really like. This is the first point. And also I think it's very important to start with experience, also in small company, not to be obsessed with a big name, because sometimes in the small company, you can understand more. Yeah. I was so lucky when I started to work with very small company. The first was a shoes company, after Chiara Boni, super small, and after Fendi, but at the time Fendi was very super small. And to have this incredible mentor, like the Fendi sister, that really I learned more from them, sorry to say, that from the school, because they helped me to realize, to test the thing, to 
really incredible mentor, and the same with Mr. Valentino after him, I think it's very important not to be obsessed with the big brand, because I say also on my team, because in the big brand now, it's very difficult. Yes, okay, you can have some mentor, but the dimension of the brand sometimes don't help to understand very well all the process. Yeah, well, if you're in a big brand, you probably get to focus on one tiny thing yes. as part of a bigger system. If you're in a smaller company, you get exposed to yes. everything. Yes, I, what I, at the beginning of my career uh, with them, I did everything from uh, the sketch to go to the different uh, company to understand the material, to the atelier, the showroom, everything. Yeah. So it's completely different. You understand very well all the process. Well, the lessons I've learned is that craft can be the beginning of the creative process. Absolutely. That creativity can be collective. It can come from teamwork, not from the genius designer. And that the best way to learn is to start small so you can be exposed to everything, not necessarily to be obsessed with a big brand. No. For me, I was lucky that I arrived in Dior when I was uh, 52 years old yeah. with a big experience. Yeah. In other case, I think it's very difficult to, to stay and to manage a brand so big. My point of, oh, probably there is some genius, huh? yeah. but uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> if you are normal people, I think it's very, the complexity yeah. and also the schedule and also the, the, yeah. all the collection, it's not so simple. Yeah. Well, Marie Grazia, on behalf of everyone here, I want to thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank all you right. to all the artists yeah. uh, that collaborated with me. Thank you. Really, everybody. The BOF podcast is edited and produced by Emma Clark, Kate Vartan, and Eric Bria in the BOF studio team. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person, too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <coughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. 
It's advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.